together with those cords that can't be broken. We have a few requests tonight. We want to remember Sister Carol in our prayers tonight. She is feeling somewhat better, but she's still just having a rough time, so we remember her tonight. The Lord will just touch her and give her strength. We want to continue to remember Brother Daniel and get some dinner. Brother Ron Spencer in our prayers. Also, Sister Jessica Norrod. She um, has got a broken foot, so we'll remember her tonight. Also, Sister uh, Carol's cousin, got cancer. We'll remember that request tonight. We know God is mindful of that brother tonight. Also, uh, Sister Christy was in an accident. Uh, I'm not sure if it was Monday. Monday, and she's just a little bit beat up tonight, so we remember her in our prayers that God will just touch her and give her strength in her bodies. We know God is able, and he's mindful of these, these requests tonight. If you have something on your heart, just make it known by an uplifted hand. God sees our needs, and he's mindful tonight. Amen. Brother John, will come tonight. church tonight. Man, I'm excited. we got a very special guest going to preach with us tonight. we got our pastor home. I guess the word didn't get out because everybody didn't come to church. I can't wait. I've been looking forward to it. Amen. I'm going to pull. You're going to pull. We're going to have church tonight, right? Forget about everybody's feelings. Forget about how everybody looks at it. It's like we're stupid. Let's have a service tonight. Let God come on the scene and mend all of our needs. Amen. Let's pray together. Let's join together as a body. Heavenly Father, Lord, Lord, we love you, Lord. Lord, we just can't wait, Lord, to get into your atmosphere, Lord. Lord, there's just a yearning in my soul every day that I live, Lord, to feel your presence come into my presence wherever I'm at, Lord. But Lord, there's one thing I know when I gather together with precious like believers, you're on the scene, Lord. Lord, I walk in the church and I know you're here. Lord, you've been brought in by your many-membered body, Lord Jesus that have all come from different aspects of life, Lord, from different jobs, from different cultures, from, from different societies. But we have one intention, and that is to worship you, Lord. That's to love you, and that's to serve you, Lord. Lord, we're so thankful for that all you do, Lord. And, Lord, we look at our requests, and, Lord, we may be heavy on the request side, but, Lord, we're even heavier on the testimony side, Lord. Lord, you see these requests that we have, Lord, as we would lay them down at your feet, Lord, and you see each and every need, Lord. You see each and every outcome, Lord. We, we would ask you, Lord, to intervene in each and every one of them, Lord. Uh, touch the sick, Lord. Heal their bodies, Lord. Raise them up, Lord Jesus, to health again, Lord. And Lord, those that are lost, Lord, that may hear this tonight, Lord, Lord, let it be a vocal call, Lord, to their hearts to reach back to God, Lord, and come back to your love, Lord. Lord, we ask you to be with each and every one of us, Lord. And Lord, be with the musicians and Brother Mark, Lord. Lord, anoint them in a special way tonight, Lord. Lord, we didn't come, Lord, just, just to be seen tonight, Lord. We didn't come, Lord, just because it was a duty tonight, Lord. We come because we desired to have fellowship with you. Be with our pastor, Lord. I ask you, Lord, Lord, in my soul, in my heart today, Lord, as I prayed, Lord, 
Lord, I believe he's due for a special touch from you, Lord. Lord, I ask you to move over his body, Lord. I ask you to strengthen him, Lord. I ask you to heal him, Lord, completely. Touch every aspect of his human body, Lord. Lord, let him step aside, Lord, and manifest your glory tonight, Lord, and speak the words that we have need of, Lord. Come be with us now, Lord. Lord, come worship with us, Lord. We invite you, Lord, in your lovely name, the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. I agree with Brother Jonathan. I just can't hardly wait to get here. You say, well, you just do it because you're... No, I don't. I do it because I love the Lord. Amen. I don't want to show the devil whose side I'm on. So I'm happy to be here and looking forward to what God has got in store for us tonight. I want to give these announcements so I don't uh, forget them. Uh, there's going to be a sign-up sheet in the front and in the back for the fall gathering. Uh, that's going to be October the 22nd, uh, starting at 3 p.m. and the dinner at 5. And so if you'll just pay attention to those and sign up. Uh, you sisters for all the lovely things you're going to bring. Brother George, don't you forget it. You make sure you put, put you and Brother Pat, make sure you sign up. Also, uh, there's going to be a housewoman for Brother Claude and Sister Eugenia. They just moved recently um, and they need, they're in need of a, a lot of things and we want to help them. And that's going to be um, Sunday, October 30th at 3 p.m. We're going to have a dessert provided. And there's a sign-up sheet also on the front board there for, for that housewoman for Brother Claude and Sister Eugenia. So let's remember that tonight. If I'm forgetting anything else, I pray the Lord will bring it to my remembrance. <clears throat> let's sing this together tonight. I believe it's in the key of A flat. A flat. Well, I am thine, O Lord, and I have heard.
desire for him to draw us near. If you're not going to sing tonight, at least move your mouth for me. Make me think you are, okay? Amen. Let's sing. Oh, let me walk, blessed Lord. And I do. 
can and I will and I do believe there's a motivational speaker I listen to every now and then he's got some kind of slogans like I can and I will and I must so tonight I can I will and I do believe <laughs> amen amen I forgot sister Wanda uh, her brother Jeffrey I know a lot of you might know brother Jeffrey uh, he's uh, younger than me lucky guy but uh, he this had some blockages in his heart this past week, and I think they had to have a stent put in his heart. And I, he, I think he came through okay with it and doing a lot better now. But just remember Brother Jeffrey in your prayers tonight when, when you're praying. Just say, Lord, just touch Brother Jeffrey and give him strength and, and, and heal him completely. God, God will do that tonight. Let's sing this. Brother, I happened to look back and see you, and I was like, all right. He came the perfect night. I'm going to sing his song tonight. Amen. Keep singing. You say I'm not able, I'm too young, or I'm too old, and I can't sing or teach, and no title do I hold, Lord, what can I do, for I want to do my part. And I want to help the hurting with all of my heart. Oh, I can pray until the walls come down, until there's healing all around.
know there's power in prayer. And prayer changes things and it changes situations. And, and uh, it's, it's the thing that people seem to just lack a lot of times. And even when it comes over your meals, Lord, thank you for this. I thank you for this. But we're here because of God's amazing grace and because somebody prayed for us. And that's the thing that can move mountains is prayer. And we can go and we can spend all of our money buying the finest of things to make our skin look the best or, or to uh, give us longer time or we can Botox this or Botox that. And, you know, but whenever it's your time and your card is called, I don't care what you've done or how much money you've spent. It's your time and you're going. So let's stay prayed up tonight. Lord, help us that we'll be ready when you come to get us. We'll let you have your seats tonight. Our brothers come receive the offering for this service. You just give to the Lord. I know he'll bless you for that. We sing this song. I believe it's if you're seated here. Peace of God cover me. Cover me. Cover me. somebody out there that's hurting I know there's somebody out there that's not strong I know there's somebody out there that's going through the storm I know there's somebody that feels like everything seems hopeless somebody's faith is lacking just a little bit but you'll just pray tonight Lord cover me oh cover me when I am hurting cover me 
Just singing those old songs will make you feel better. The Lord, just cover me. And you can just feel his presence covering you. It'll, it'll change the atmosphere, I'm telling you. Amen. I forgot the birthdays. Brother Luke Holder is celebrating his birthday today. And also Brother Forrest Smote. Brother Forrest, you can hear us. Happy birthday, my brother. And then Elizabeth Norrod is celebrating her birthday on Friday. So I want to wish them all a happy birthday. Now, let's give them a hand. chosen vessels now you give me that look like you knew it right amen so come and sing for us tonight if you will thank you you can hate me later
day I live, Lord, I love you more. I didn't mean that, Sister Audrey. You can't hate me. You have to love me. And give me a firmer handshake or something like that. Amen. Let's stand together tonight, if you will. We invite our pastor back tonight to minister to our hearts tonight what the Lord is giving for us. Aren't you looking forward to it? Amen. Let's sing that. Come here. in the house of the Lord. David said, I was glad when they said unto me, 
let us go in the house of the Lord. You understand that David was quite a man of business. Not only the business of the Lord, but he was quite a man of commerce. And he had many men around him. And there, on a Wednesday evening, I can imagine one of his lead men came to him and said, David, it's time to go to church. <laughs> Hallelujah. He said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go in the house of the Lord. What a blessing to be with you this evening to worship Jesus Christ. You realize that I'm not only preaching to people on earth this morning, this evening rather, but people in heaven. You know why the Bible said there's a cloud of many witnesses that's watching us tonight. And there's more there than there are here. The celestial beings, the body of Christ in different angelic forms are healing us on tonight. I'd like for us to do something a little different tonight. I want us to sing this old song, Oh, love of God, how rich, how pure, how measureless and strong. The words of this song was penned by Frederick Lehman in 1917. I want you to feel the truth and the weight of these words in your souls tonight as you sing of the inexhaustible, uncontainable love of God. I want you to feel it tonight. I want you to think about it, how real these words are. The weight of these words, let, let it come from your souls this, uh, this evening. Yes, not just merely singing another song in a Wednesday evening service, but just see it in your spirits tonight. Oh, love of God, how rich, how pure, how measureless and strong. Let's sing it together as Brother Mark leads us in worship this evening. The love of God is tell can ever tell hallelujah it goes beyond the And pardon from Hallelujah. 
from deep inspiration. Frederick Lehman was a successful businessman in California in the 1917s. Through an unfortunate mishap in a business deal, he lost everything that he had. And God just threw him into a little warehouse in a package company to work where he packed oranges and lemons. While he was there in the midnight of his life, he began to seek God. On that weekend, he went to church and heard a very challenging sermon on the divine love of God. Came back home that night and couldn't sleep and the spirit of the Lord hit him. And he began to pick up his pen and write the words to this song. Oh, love of God, how rich, how pure, how measureless and strong. Well, he got to one verse, two verse, and suddenly it seems like the inspiration left him. Back in that era of time, a song was not considered a song unless it has three stanza representing the Holy Trinity. So he knew his song could not be sang unless he received the third stanza to that song. Thumbing through his Bible late that night, he found a little bookmarker with some words on it. And it was the words taken from the prison walls of a prisoner that was caught captive. There was the third stanza to the song, O love of God, how rich, how pure, 
to write the love of God above will drain the ocean dry. During this time, 200 years prior to the writing of the song, the prisoner was there and died. No one knows where he drew the inspiration, but that stanza was written on the walls of the uh, prison house. And before the painter can repaint the walls, he captured those words. They made a bookmark out of it. It was there the third stanza came. I want to say to you tonight, it is in the prison house where God comes to us. When we feel that we're locked in our minds and we can't go anywhere, it seems like everything from the past seems to just come up before us. It's in the midnight of the prison house that God bursts a new inspiration in our lives. Aren't you thankful for the love of God? Oh, love of God, how rich, how pure. How measureless and strong. Certainly appreciate our musicians. Thanks, Sister Audrey, for that beautiful song tonight. And you may be seated tonight just for a moment. I'm just going to be myself tonight. If I get through this, I do. If I don't, I don't. Amen. I just feel good to be in the house of the Lord. I want everybody to get a Bible in their hand right now. Get a Bible in your hands. We're going to have a sword drill tonight. Hallelujah. We're going to see how sharp you are. It's been a while since we did this. Amen. I want you to take your Bible and hold it on your lap like this. Don't open it. And then when I say draw and give you the scripture, I want you to find it. And the moment you find it, jump straight up and start reading that scripture. Whoever gets it first, stand straight up and read it. And, uh, and then we're going to go through like that tonight. And then after you read it, I'm going to say reset. You reset your Bible and you draw it and you keep it right there. Everybody got your Bible in your hands, on your lap, no cheating. Amen. You got it right before you. Amen. So when I say, if you don't have a Bible, Brother Patrick, do you mind finding some Bibles back there and hand it out tonight? I think we got some. Anybody's got, I think, if you need one, just raise your hand. Don't be ashamed. But you can't leave your house without a sword, okay? you got to have your sword. We're going to have a good time in the house of the Lord tonight. Brother Greg, always, you got to watch him. And Sister Audrey, they are fast. So you're going to have to watch them tonight. But we, we, we can do this. You got yours? You don't have one? Okay. <laughs> Amen. But I want you, these scriptures, they're very powerful. Not only do, do I want you to stand up and read them, but I want you to listen as the person is reading it. Okay, and uh, we're going to see the preachers got their Bibles as well tonight. This is a sword drill for you tonight, and I'm sure you're going to be blessed. Here we got one here, then we got one, two, we got another. If you need another Bible, we got Bibles. Amen. We believe in the word of the Lord. You know, we become too starchy in the message. We think we now got the word, and we sometimes don't realize Amen. This is the Word of God. Amen. This is where our prophet preached from. This Bible was his quote book tonight. All right, everybody, draw your sword. John 3.34. John 3.34. Praise the Lord.
John 3.34? You got it correct. All right. John 15.12. Praise God. Have you heard that? Isn't that beautiful? John 15, 17. Amen. Amen. Are you listening? Amen. All right. I want you to read. Look for John 334 again. 334. 334. Did we get that? Sister Shirley, did you get that right? Sister, in the back. All right, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Ephesians 4.32. Ephesians 4.32. Be ye kind one to another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God for Christ's sake hath forgiven you. My, my, my. Hallelujah. All right, reset. Draw your sword. Galatians. Colossians 3.13. Colossians 3.13. Forbearing one another and forgiving one another. If any man have a quarrel against you, even as Christ forgave you, so also do you. Praise the Lord. What a scripture tonight. Galatians, reset and draw. Galatians 5.13. For brethren, ye have been called unto liberty. Liberty only be not liberty for an occasion, though of flesh, but by love serve one another. Amen. Brother Pat, read that. 5.13. Galatians 5.13. Yeah, that, was a, that was a time. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Reset and draw. 1 Peter 4, 7 through 10. 1 Peter 4, 7 through 10. Brother George. But the end of all things is at hand. Be ye therefore sober and watch unto prayer. And above all things, have fervent charity among yourselves. My. For charity shall cover the multitude of sin. Hallelujah. 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 Isn't that wonderful? Can you say amen? amen. Isn't that? This is, this is about one another. Amen. You see, the young couples that I just married this year will understand what I'm saying. This is part of the counseling session. These are the scripture I give them to read for their devotions at night of one another. Amen. These are things we are to do to one another. You understand? Amen. All right. Reset and draw. James 5, 16. James 5, 16. Sister Shirley. James 5, 16. Covet your sins as you 
Praise God. Amen. These are scriptures of things that God has given us, not towards Him, but towards each other. Isn't this beautiful? All right. Reset and draw. Romans 14, 19. Hallelujah. What are we supposed to do? Build up one another. Edify one another. We are to lift up the body of Christ. God wants us to come together in a, in a unison to the faith he's given us. Amen. Reset and draw. 1 Thessalonians 5.11. 1 Thessalonians 5.11. Amen. What is God telling us? To edify one another. This is to think of the best of one another. To go beyond just what we're perceiving and see the better things inside of a person. To look for the good in each other. To see like God will see us. Because he doesn't see all this flesh. He sees what he deposits inside of us. That is a germ seed of God with perfection. Are you getting the message tonight? Hallelujah. Reset and draw. Romans 16, 16. Brother Pat. See, Sister Shirley has no problem with this. She just sometimes forget whether it's male or female. But when we get to the other side, you can go on and take it off the limits. Wesley told me, Dad, Sister Shirley saw me at the wedding and gave me a wet one on the cheek. But you understand what, what Paul is conveying to the church here is an affection beyond this life. That when Brother Branham went beyond the curtains of time, he said the women hugged him and there were no feelings there of uh, this philo love, just agapa love. This is what he's conveying to the church here of the body of Christ tonight. Greet one another. Look at reset and draw 1 Peter 5, 14. Brother George. Greet ye one another with a kiss of charity. Peace be with you all that are in Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen. Isn't that wonderful? Now, I don't want anybody getting any idea about kissing going on in this church now. I'm talking about perfection. Amen. Hallelujah. You see, this is where they started the doctrine in the apostolic churches of this holy kiss deal. And it went just from the cheek to the lips. And then elsewhere. But we know what Christ is telling the church. It's speaking about one another. It's talking about bringing the body of Christ into an eternal affection. An affection beyond this mortal life that we are going to. You understand that the love of God that is so rich and so pure can be extended from the eternal realms into the mortal realms. 
to stoop down for people like you and I tonight. Oh my, how beautiful. Reset and draw. Ephesians 4, 1 and 2. Ephesians 4, verses 1 and 2. Sister at the back. Wonderful. What? Forbear one another. That means you're going to have challenging moments. It means you're going to have moments to where you're going to have to look the other way. And forbear that person. And realize that they're having a bad day. Because we all have bad days. And understand though inside of them is something that comes from God. Forbear one another. Reset and draw. Colossians 3, 13 through 14. Colossians 3, 13. Sister Amber. Forbearing one another and forgiving one another. If any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, so also do ye. And above all these things, put on charity, which is the bond of perfection. My. So so we are going to have what? Quarrels. Everybody said quarrel. We all have quarrels, don't we? It, we? it didn't say because that we are in a church that we are going to be free from quarrels, from disagreements. But what are we supposed to do? Forbear one another. Hallelujah. In the bonds of love. All right, I want you to reset and draw Romans 14, 13. Romans 14, 13. And 13. Brother George. Let us not therefore judge one another anymore, but judge this rather that no man put a stumbling block or an occasion to fall in his brother's way. My, isn't that beautiful tonight? It's good. I want you to read it because you understand I'm not the only one in here. We're all a body together. Amen. Uh, do not judge one another. Amen. Don't put a stumbling block in someone's way. Don't judge one another. You understand what I'm saying? All right. Reset and draw. James 4, 11. James 4 and verses 11. If you will, get that quickly. Bethany. Do not speak evil of one another. Oh, my goodness. You know, I can preach tonight. You all know I can preach until the daybreak tonight. I've got a lot of ammunition tonight. But the, the word speaks for itself. You understand? Or reset and draw for me. James, or rather, I'm sorry, James 5, 9. James 5 and verses 9. Hallelujah. Sister Amber. Do not grumble against one another, 
brethren, lest you be condemned. Behold, the judge is standing at the door. My, do not murmur against one another. James 5 and 9. Do not, do not murmur, rebel. You know, friends, I'm telling you, we, we, we've got a lot of work to do, don't we? We've got, we're talking about the rapture and being in a body change. And we're going to go in the rapture. We're going to see our loved ones. There's a lot of things that God is wanting us to do tonight. And I'm telling you tonight, friends, I pray to God as we read these scriptures that they'll resound in our spirits tonight. My, do not murmur against one another. Or reset and draw for me. Galatians 5, 15. Galatians 5, 15. Brother Pat. My goodness. My goodness. Brother Jonathan, I want you to read that for me. Galatians 5, 15. Follow it. <laughs> Don't feel bad. Sometimes I have to look in the index myself. Amen. Galatians five fifteen. Yes. Galatians five fifteen. So you are gonna bite. And you're going to try to devour one another. But don't consume one another. Right. Amen? Oh, I, I, I know, Brother Joseph. I, I just, you know, I go to a church where everybody is just perfect. You're lying. Right. Amen? God's still working on us. On. God is still, do not bite and devour one another to consuming each other. Amen. Every once in a while you are going to bite and you're going to say things that you shouldn't say. But if you got the Holy Ghost tonight, he's going to come to your hearts. And suddenly you're going to find yourself repenting. Amen. Amen. Everybody say repent. Amen. That's something you don't hear in the churches anymore. Repent. Friends, I'll tell you what, if we're going to have a revival in God's house, there's got to be repentance. If God's going to send the Holy Ghost in our lives, people have got to repent. If my people who are called by my name, hallelujah, will repent, then I will open the heavens. Hallelujah. All right, recept and draw Galatians 5. 26. Sister Linda. My, do not provoke and envy one another. Now, who was, who was Paul writing these things to? Was it the unbelievers? No, it was the church. He wasn't speaking to Sodom. He was not speaking to the people of the world. He was talking to the church in general. You see what I'm trying to say tonight, friends, that God is bringing us to a place. He's taking the church to a place tonight. I believe that. All right, reset and draw for me. 1 Corinthians 
12, 25. 1 Corinthians 12, 25. Brother Mark. But there should be no schism in the body, but that the members should have the same care one for another. My God. Have the same care one for another. In other words, the same way I treat Brother Josh is the same way I treat Brother Chris. It's the same way I treat Brother Abraham. And there's no schism in the body of Christ. The same way I treat Brother Gregory. The same way I treat Brother Pat. The same way I treat Brother Larry. The same way I treat Brother George. There is no schism in the body of Christ. Nora, I want you to read that. 1 Corinthians 12, 25 and 26. You had it just there. Isn't that beautiful? Isn't that beautiful? When one member is honored, the whole body is, is happy for that member. When somebody got a new car, everybody's happy. When somebody got healed, everybody's happy. Praise the Lord. Amen. We are not supposed to have envy and jealousy and a covetousness, but we're supposed to be so happy in the name of Jesus. Aren't you glad about it tonight? Praise the Lord. Let me try to wrap this up. Amen. Reset and draw. Romans 15, 7. Romans 15, 7. Seven. Sister Audrey. My, what are we supposed to do? Receive one another. Receive one another. Praise the Lord. I don't have to think about this twice. If I know this is a brother, I receive him in love. Is that what the Bible is saying? Amen. I don't think twice. Amen. Of a member of my family to receive them. It's the same way in the body of Christ. Amen. Receive one another. Last but not least, Colossians 3.16. Anora. Praise the Lord. Isn't that wonderful? Amen. Teaching one another. Amen. Learning from each other. Drawing from one another tonight. We, we draw from each other. We receive strength from each other. We draw inspiration from one another. We do not draw our inspiration from this world. This world is not our example. But we make each other our examples tonight. We draw inspiration from one another. God bless you. Give yourself a good clap offering. Let's stand. Hallelujah. Amen. I got a few minutes to still preach. Matthew chapter 5. And verses 40. Matthew 5, 43. You have heard 
that it had been said, Thou shalt love thy neighbor and hate thine enemy. But I say unto you, Love your enemies, bless them that curse you, do good to them that hate you, and pray for them which despisefully use you and persecute you. What do we do with our scripture? Quite the opposite. But listen, Jesus came to magnify the laws. Amen. He just magnified the word of God. He took it to another level. He turned a corner with the church. Isn't that beautiful? Let's look at verses 40. Uh, let's see, 45. That he may be the children of your father, which is in heaven. For he maketh the sun to rise on the evil and on the good. And sendeth rain on the just and on the unjust. For if ye love them which love you, what reward have ye? Do not even the publicans the same? If ye salute your brethren only, what do ye more than others? Do not even the publicans so? Be therefore perfect, even as your Father which is in heaven is perfect. All right, First John. 416. Don't get nervous. We're not going to be here all night. First John 4.16. For we have known and believe the love that God had to us. God is love. And he that dwelleth in love dwelleth in God, and God in him. Herein is our love made perfect, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment, because as he is, so are we in this world. There's no fear in love, but perfect love casteth out fear, because fear has torment. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. We love him because he first loved us. This, you know, this is, this is my favorite scripture in the New Testament. Amen. He loved us because we love him because he first Loved us. If a man say, I love God and hateth his brother, he's a liar. For he that loveth not his brother whom he had seen, how can he love God whom he had not seen? Makes sense, doesn't it? Amen. And this commandment have we from him that he who loveth God love his brother also. One more scripture and then you can be seated. First John 3, 11. For this is the message that he heard from the beginning, that we should love one another. Amen. What are we talking about tonight? A people of perfect love. A people of perfect love. You know that God has chosen a Gentile people for his namesakes. You realize that? 
God has chosen a people for his name's sake. He has predestinated a chosen people. We are not just anybody. We are a people of God. We are chosen of God. We are the Gentile bride. We are not the, uh, we are not the uh, keeper of the temple tonight. That's 144,000. But we are people of God tonight. And we've been guarded by the far anointing in this age. The lion, the ox, the man, and the eagle. And there's a church in this age that's coming to perfection tonight. You believe it? We are a people, amen, of perfect love tonight. Let's bow our heads. Our Heavenly Father, as we come now into your presence for a few moments, we turn the pages and we just warmed up a little bit, Lord, as we read some of the scriptures tonight. We just pray you'll give us unction now as we speak to the bride of Christ in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And the church says, amen. God bless you. you may be seated. In a message rejected king, Brett Bram said this. He's speaking about the angels speaking to him. He said, this is what you preach was the Holy Ghost. This is perfect love. I want you to understand that the Holy Ghost is perfect love. I believe there's a whole lot of love that is missing in our ranks. Because the Holy Ghost is missing in the church. Listen, you can say amen tonight. The reason why people don't have love is they don't have the Holy Ghost. Because the angel told the prophet, this is the Holy Ghost. This is what you preach is the Holy Ghost. It's perfect love. Not beautiful. And nothing shall enter there without it. I'm more determined than ever in my life. It takes perfect love to enter there. There was no jealousy. There was no jealousy. You see, friends, when there's jealousy, then it shows that there's not a love there that is of God. Hallelujah. There's no jealousy there of one another. Amen. The people of perfect love. That we can love one another without having jealousy. See, the Bible says that jealousy is as cruel as the grave. Jealousy has no boundaries. It is deadly. It has no respect. It will kill. It will destroy. I've seen people in their own families. In their, with their own children. With our own grandchildren, with our own parents, we'll have such jealousy that it will destroy that family. Exactly right. But yet they love. But if jealousy is motivated in that family, it creates tension. It creates such an indifference between families. You think of this on a greater level of the church of God. I love what Brother Bram said there. He said there was no jealousy. No jealousy. You said, Brother Bram, Brother Joseph, uh, what Brother Bram is telling us is this place is the celestial realms. 
That's right. But friends, I want you to know that there's a people that's going in a rapture that will possess this same sort of spirit, this same anointing, this same Holy Ghost before they leave this world. You believe it? There was no jealousy. Hallelujah. You know, we got to be happy for one another. We got to be happy for one another. Amen. We've got to prefer one another. We've got to bear one another up in prayers. You believe it? Is this the sign of the end time, sir? That is 62, December the 30th in the evening service. You remember the pyramid message. It's the capstone. What did it do? The Holy Spirit capped off the individual and seal it. When we add to our faith righteousness and godliness and faith and so forth, we keep adding to it till we got seven things. And the seventh one was love, which is God. That's how he makes the individual and caps him and seal him with the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. If you're a child of God, God seals you with the Holy Ghost. And that Holy Spirit seal is perfect love. Hallelujah. You believe it? Oh, behind every virtue, there is a victory tonight. Amen. Behind every virtue, there is a victory tonight. So God seals and caps him with the Holy Spirit. Oh, my, a people of perfect love. This is a capstone message. Amen. It's not a message of reformation. God is not reforming the church, trying to improve the church. He's restoring the bride of Christ to a place of paradise, to a place of unity, to a place of perfect love, to a place of the celestials. You believe it tonight? Oh, I love that. He said the seventh one was love, which is God. That's how he makes the individual and caps him and seals him with the Holy Ghost. Friends, I'll tell you, we need a lot of Holy Ghost in our churches. Because if you have the Holy Ghost, you got perfect love. Hallelujah. You see what's wrong with our ranks. You see what's wrong with our churches. There's a lack of the Holy Spirit. There's a lack of God because God is love. You believe it? The adoption message. I got quite a few quotes tonight. Adoption uh, uh, chapter uh, part 4, 1960 and May the 22nd. Listen now. Thus saith the Lord. It'll take perfect love to put you in that place. You believe it? It'll take perfect love to put you in that place. But that's all there was there. It'll take perfect love. If you don't have the Holy Ghost, you're not going there. If you have the Holy Ghost, you've got perfect love. So whatever you do, you lay aside everything else. 
until you're just so filled with the love of God till you can love those who hate you. There's the acid test, friends. Amen. Love those that hate you. That's not an easy thing to do. Because we are all made as creatures, humans, to want to feel loved. To want to be accepted. What is so wonderful about the whole thing is we all love to hear our names called. There's something about the calling of our names that make us feel important. We live, a, we live our lives to be acknowledged, to be loved, to be appreciated, to hear someone call our names. But I'm so glad tonight that the Holy Spirit has called our names. He said you can love till you can love those who hate you. That's, that's, man, that's a paradox. Hallelujah. God help us all tonight. Amen. Let me give you the acid test of the word tonight. Think back in your mind of someone who has stepped on your toes. Or someone who has maybe not agreed with you. Or someone maybe that hasn't seen eyes to eyes with you. You know what we do? We put up a wall. We put a space between one another simply because we don't see alike. Or because somebody stepped on our toes. But I'm talking about love those that hate you. My God, have mercy. You see, the command of thus saith the Lord is God's voice and words uh, this evening. He said, thus saith the Lord, it'll take perfect love. Amen. To put you in that place. Isn't it beautiful, friends? Amen. A people of perfect love. I believe that God is still working on this church. You believe that? He's trying to bring this church to perfection. And and when we talk about perfect love, we're not just talking about isolated love. You know, we have that kind of love in the message. It's isolated when we want to use it like a smuggler's board. Then we pull perfect love. But when someone crosses up, suddenly perfect love goes out the door. Amen. But this has to be a continuance of God's divine presence in our lives. Can you say amen? You know, it's just wonderful how everybody walks around with a little pouch with perfect love in it. And we're using it at our convenience. Suddenly we can hate everybody. But suddenly when somebody crosses us up or maybe don't agree with us, we reach in our script bag and we say, you're not going to be there unless you have perfect love. Come on, on, church. But we got to be fair to everybody. We got to love the unlovable. We have to love them that hate us. You understand that? May God help us. It's my prayer tonight. You see, sometimes as Christians, we have to make choices in various circumstances. We have to make choices. We have to choose to say, God, even though there's hatred, and even though this is coming against me, and even though I know that I'm right, and I feel some injustice, God, I still have got to show the Holy Ghost. 
every trial, every persecution, every temptation is for the purpose to show your Holy Ghost. Are you with me tonight? God didn't give you the Holy Ghost to hide it tonight. And God sends persecutions. He sends trials. He sends circumstances so you can show your Holy Ghost tonight. You believe it? And when he got it tonight, God wants you to show your Holy Spirit tonight. You believe it? Taking sides with Jesus, Jeff, 1962, I think it was June the 1st. He says, take the way of the despised. Take the way of the talked about. Walk with Jesus. See no faults in it at all. Don't see another fellow's error. Just keep going on. That's all. I'm talking about a people of perfect love. You know, that's all we, our eyes are trained to see is the negative things. Our brains are wired to receive 80% of negative things versus 20% of the positive things. This is why even as husbands and wives, we have to be careful of the negatives that we give. Because it takes 10 times positive for one negative to offset cruel words to our spouses. How is it that we only remember all the negative things? And we cannot remember the positive things. It's humanity. We are built this way. And the prophet said, don't see another fellow's error. We all have them. We all have errors. Hallelujah. None of us are perfect. Amen. Don't see another fellow's error. You know, when you think of Brother Branham preaching in a dispensation of Pentecost, one of the most legalistic age of all the ages with pilgrim holiness and all the man-made Armenian doctrines around him. And here he's preaching like this to see one another, fellas, err and forgive him. You know, there was a lot of people came against him. You know, he lost a lot of Pentecostal friends over preaching like this. You know why? Because they were so far up the road in their own legalism that they missed the Holy Ghost. You understand that? They missed the Holy Ghost. When he, the Holy Ghost, has come, he will lead us and guide us into all truths. Friends, listen. It was God above us, God with us, God in us. You believe that? Son of man, the prophet, son of God, amen, through the Holy Ghost dispensation, amen, son of man, a return of son of man in the last days, and then a son of David, and during the son of God dispensation, the Holy Ghost did not get poured out until the last of the age. We're living in the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. You believe that? And the Pentecostal age missed the Holy Ghost. But at the latter age, the Holy Spirit was poured out. You believe that? Hallelujah. Amen. From Ephesus to Laodicea is the Son of God. Holy Ghost dispensation. The Holy Ghost overshadowing the church ages. But it was the latter age, the last age, which 
was supposed to be the age, not hot or cold, but on fire for God. You believe that? We are living in the age of the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. You believe that? Not the lukewarm period, but the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. I don't want to waste time preaching on the lukewarm period of Laosia. But I want to spend some time preaching on the hotness of the Holy Ghost in this age. You believe it? This is the age of the Holy Spirit. This is why these brothers could not understand Brother Branham when he began to come and bring the word. And he's talking about these things about justification. Amen. By grace, they couldn't handle it because they were under dogmatic teachings of the law. You see, they were still trying to come out of the church ages. But brother, we are in the eighth day. We are in the day of the Lord Jesus Christ. We are not in the number of man, but in the Holy Ghost. You believe it tonight? Oh, I love it tonight. I love what he says. He said, don't see another fellow heiress. Just keep on going. That's all. We have the Holy Ghost. How many believe you have it? We have the Holy Ghost. We have the Holy Spirit. In Ezekiel chapter 1, he began to speak about the four anointings of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Holy Spirit being poured out in this age. The, the face of an ox, the lion, the ox, the man, and the eagle. And they were guarding the throne of God. You believe that? We have a guard in this age. It's the Holy Spirit. Amen. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John is guarding the book of Acts. The Holy Ghost dispensation. You believe it? How many believe that? You believe in the Holy Ghost? Brother Larry, you believe you have the Holy Ghost? Then raise your hands and say, thank God for it tonight. Amen. Thank God we have the Holy Spirit in this age. Amen. Ezekiel picked up the vision. Uh, speak uh, of what is happening in the heaven and he took the things that was on the earth and began to type them into and put them into the place of the heavenlies and Ezekiel saw the, uh, the four guards of the angels of God in his age and he saw the ark of the covenants been carried upon the cart of wheels, wheels, showing that the ark of the Lord was taken from place to place on the earth. But when John, when Ezekiel saw it, he saw it in its place in the heavenlies, the presence of God. And he saw the four uh, throne guards guarding the ark of the covenants. Which is the Holy Spirit in this age. You believe that? And he said he saw the presence of the glory of the Lord. Amen. The wheel in the middle of the wheel. He was speaking of the Shekinah glory. God's Holy Spirit. You realize friends. When he received the Holy Ghost. It is poured out from the mercy seat tonight. You believe that? The Holy Spirit is poured out. From the mercy seats. I'm so glad tonight. It's not poured out from the church. Or up to a group of men. Or up to their organization. 
But when I received the Holy Ghost, it came straight from the mercy seats. When the Holy Ghost fell on the day of Pentecost, it was poured out from the mercy seats. Oh, praise God. If you got the Holy Ghost, you've got mercy this morning, this afternoon. There's a Holy Spirit that's working in the church tonight. You believe that? Have you ever seen people who have the Holy Ghost? They have perfect love. They have a whole lot of mercy. Hallelujah. They have a whole lot of mercy. They're always merciful. They're always gracious because they receive the Holy Ghost from the mercy seats. Amen. The presence of Jesus Christ, the person of Christ, emanated from the mercy seat into the individual. Amen. Guarded by the Holy Ghost. Oh, what a blessing tonight to be in the presence of God. You understand tonight, you're not, you're not just yourself. There's four anointings that's guarding you tonight. The lion, the ox, the man, and the eagle, and this age. And it's guarding that throne. Because in that throne is the mercy seat. And in that mercy seat is where Christ is. The first mercy seat was in heaven. Hallelujah. The second mercy seat, as we said, was in Christ. And the third mercy seat is in the heart of man. And that's where Christ resides tonight. Hallelujah. Flowing out of that mercy seat is the Holy Spirit, full of grace and divine love in the church. Aren't you thankful for it tonight? Aren't you grateful? Amen. When I go back to Ezekiel chapter 1 and I think of his great visions and what he was seeing, he was telling us of the ark already placed in its place. It was a pillar of fire. And it was forecasting in this age of a receiver on earth, a prophet vessel that will receive the presence of Jesus Christ. And that Holy Spirit, Shekinah glory, will then condescense from where Ezekiel saw it into a vessel called a prophet in this age that will send the word to our souls tonight. Aren't you thankful for it tonight? Hallelujah. Amen. How did you receive the word? Amen. It came through that vessel. What Ezekiel saw was in his figurative uh, forms. But that same Holy Spirit, Shekinah glory, did not abide in the heavenlies only. But it came down in this age. You remember when Brother Branham was telling the vision of Ezekiel's vision. Amen. In the service. And the glory of God in the wheel, in the middle of the wheel. How the seven spirits of God came forth in that service. And the man's face appeared. You can go back and see the picture. You can see the face of the lion, the ox, the man, and the eagle right in that, photo, uh, in a, that, that uh, picture that they took. And the presence of the Lord came like an orb in that meeting. Hallelujah. Even the lily that was in the front began to grow in the presence of the Lord. And the mechanical eyes of the camera captured the presence of God. What Ezekiel was speaking of in this age. Friends, you and I are blessed. We're blessed above measure. Amen. We're blessed above measure to see what God is doing in this last age. Amen. Now that very same presence of God is with the church. You believe it? 
Amen. That same presence of God, Purusha, is in the church. The presence of God is moving in the church. It's called the Holy Ghost. And when he comes, he brings a people to perfect love tonight. You believe it. You love it tonight. Hallelujah. Let me just take just uh, about five, ten more minutes of your time. Hey, man, you believe him tonight. You believe the Holy Ghost is here. We can excuse the early church age uh, people because they only had the Holy Ghost by influence. We had the Holy Ghost by person. Are you with me now? Great men like Smith Wigglesworth, Amen, Charles Spurgeon's, other great men like that had the Holy Ghost by influence. But in this age, we have the Holy Ghost by person. We, we have the Holy Spirit because he is a person. When he, personal pronoun, the Holy Ghost has come. He will lead us and guide us into all truth. Do you believe it? Healing line in Chicago in uh, July the 7th in the evening service. Brother Bram said, listen, here's a lovely thing. As you serve one another, you're serving God. As you serve one another, you're serving God. See, the love of God is in every Christian heart. Praise God. Be kind one to another. Amen. Somebody read it tonight. Be kind one to another. Forgive one another. If you don't see the scriptures just alike, well, you just believe anyhow. Pray for the other person and just love one another. You'll find there's no greater evidence of a Christian in the world than love. You believe it. You see, in this age, God will no longer look over people not having the Holy Ghost. Because God demands the Holy Ghost in this age. You see, the early church age uh, saints, uh, they had the influence. They might could get by under the lights that they had. But in this age, we have the full outpouring of the Holy Spirit. We have the full barley. Amen. The entire harvest. This is barley season. This is harvest time. You believe it? I believe God is harvesting a church in this last age. A people of perfect love in this dispensation. He said, believe anyhow and pray for the other person and just love one another. You know, the first thing we do when someone is indifferent towards us is we, 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 try, to, we try to get even. We try to, we try to, you know, we just try to reason this thing out. But the prophet tell us to just pray, just love, and pray for the other person. You'll find there's no greater evidence of a Christian in the world than love. Friends, I tell you what, I believe in perfect love. I believe in the manifestation of God's Shekinah glory in the church. You believe that? Amen. You pray for that person. I don't care what they've done. How you think they've sent their day of grace away. Let God be the judge. You understand what I'm saying tonight? Praise the Lord. We need God's eyes. We need God's eyes. Hey, we're going to judge one day, I believe. Amen. I believe we're going to sit on the throne and judge. But I, I believe we need to be in this life, be practicing, amen, some things before we can judge matters. 
Amen. We can hardly judge uh, matters rightly. Amen. In this life, how are we going to judge angels? God wants us to be able to master the judgment of one another first before we can judge angels. You believe that? All right. Trying to do God a service in Job 1965, July the 18th in the morning service. He said, live humble, live loving, love one another. Don't never get nothing among you. Amen. If you see something coming up in your heart against somebody, amen, get it out of there right then. Why do we harbor these things? Why do we harbor these things? What good does it do us to harbor grudges or resentments or ill feelings or just something that we just don't see? Why do we harbor these things? They'll only canker you. They'll only canker you tonight. Influenced New York, 1963, November the 14th. Listen, he said, reverence, we ought to honor one another, respect one another as brother and sisters, and love one another with undying love. Is that what you want tonight? I'm only laying the platform here for a series of message, friends, but I want to make sure that the foundation is sure tonight. Amen. I believe there's a church that is coming to perfection. I believe there's a people who's carrying the anointings of God all around their lives. You believe that? Hallelujah. Amen. God is guarding his mercy seat once again in this life. God's mercy seat is not in heaven, friends. It's in humanity tonight. God's mercy seat is not in the celestial realm. It's in humanity. It's in you and I, heart and nights. And God is wanting to master, aim us to master this area of perfect love. You believe it? Now, I'll say this not simply because it was my daughter's wedding, but I don't think I've ever seen a moment of a manifestation, just a brief moment, and a manifestation of perfect love as I've seen there at the wedding. When Brother Mark began to lead us into those songs of worship, I surrender all, and how great thou art. I saw, as it were, the Shekinah glory of God rolled into the building. And people that was Methodists and Baptists and Catholics and, and, and immorally dressed, maybe, I don't know. Amen. According to our standards, suddenly the Holy Spirit melted hearts and everybody became one. That's what the Holy Ghost does. That's when you have the Holy Ghost. That's what it does. You don't judge one another. You let the Holy Ghost do the judging. And you do the praying. You believe it? Therefore, just a few moments, I saw hearts melted. I saw barriers. I saw petitions broke down. And there was such a power of God's presence in that place that melted every heart into one. I believe so it will be one morning. Amen. Between six and nine. Amen. God interested. Amen. With all the other things that we are interested in. You see, the thief on the cross, amen, according to us, wasn't ready. Amen. Oh, my. Come on, church. But according to God, it was the time. Amen. And people that you're looking at, that you're thinking, that are not ready, don't you worry about it. That's not your business. That's God's business. When the moment comes, all saints will be made ready. You believe it? All saints will be made right then. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. The people that you think it's not going to be in a rapture, you're going to be shot. Amen. The people that you thought was least on the totem pole are going to be on the front line. Well, the last time I saw them was in a pair of jeans. The last time I saw them was with makeup on. The last time I saw them, they were this and they were that. But I'm so glad for that moment. Amen. That there's a seed germ on the inside of every son and daughter of God. That when the challenge come, amen, they will say, Thou art the Son of God. Hallelujah. The Christ. Amen. In this age. This day you will be with me in paradise. Hallelujah. This day you will be with me in paradise. Because there's a germ of life laying there on the inside of a son and a daughter of God. Don't you worry about cleaning up the outside. God knows how to do that. When the pit of fire hit an individual, they become purified anyways. And when you pass from this life into the other life, automatically you're sanctified in the presence of God. You believe it. I'm not given license to sin. I'm not given license to do what you want to. Amen. But when you pass from this life into that holy atmosphere, the fire of God purifies you. You believe it. You believe it tonight. Oh, my God, let's all stand. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Did I forgot to preach? How to preach, Brother George? Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord as our musicians come. Amen. God is good. Do you love him tonight? Man, I'm just now getting warmed up. Amen. I love him tonight. I love him tonight. Hallelujah. You'll be blessed. You'll be blessed with the word. Amen. Hallelujah. A thief on the right and a thief on the left. Hallelujah. My, my, my. I'm so thankful to be on the right side. Amen. Hallelujah. Lord, remember me when you come into your paradise. Hallelujah. <laughs> That's all it takes. Lord, I didn't mean to do that, Lord. God, I, I just got caught up in the moment. This day, <laughs> you know, uh, Jesus didn't have time to go into a long diabetical explanation about how everything is going to happen. He just spoke the word and he said, man, you're going with me into thy kingdom. Hallelujah. Too many of us, we've got to get technical, you know. We've got to have all the logistics and everything just right. Amen. Just Jesus didn't have time for all of that. He bypassed the whole process, put the man right into where he belonged. I'm so glad he knows how to do it. Amen. Put us right where we belong in his presence tonight. God bless you. I love you. Give the Lord a good clap offering tonight. Appreciate the Holy Spirit. Oh, glory to God in the highest. God is so good, isn't he? God is so good. Amen. I love it. I love it. Praise his holy name. What a loving Savior. We used to sing a song. I know, Brother Mark, I always throw all these old songs in you. Amen. But somehow they just come out when I'm preaching on the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. It, it talks about, oh, what a Savior. Oh, what a King. Hallelujah. 
He knows the way my pathways wind. Hallelujah. Oh, what a Savior. Oh, what a Lord. You know, friends, when you're in Christ, He takes care of everything. We get into trouble when we get out of Him. We begin to look at this old flesh. Hallelujah. But praise God. May God bring us into that place tonight. I'm speaking of a people of perfect love. A people in the Gentiles that is called out for his name's sake. That's the bride of Christ. You're not temple. You're not temple servants. Amen. You're the wife of God. Amen. You're not temple servants, friends. You're the bride of Christ. To think that God left his own and made them your servants. Hallelujah. More wine. Hallelujah. More wine. Not grape juice, wine. Get the juice to come over. Amen. And serve you. That's love. That's love. Amen. God bless you tonight. You love the Lord. Don't worry about it. It's all in God's hands. He's got it all in control. Why are you trying to work it out when he has it all in control? You just need to work on the one another subject I give you tonight. Amen. And he'll take care of the rest of it. You believe it tonight? How many felt blessed tonight? Be in the house of the Lord. God bless you. We love you. Let's sing a song tonight. My, my, my. I'm just now feeling good. Amen. I want to live the say iniquity iniquity you know what that is knowing to do right and do opposite but I want you to do me a favor this week in your devotion look up in the Bible as to how many times God spoke about forgiving our iniquities God have mercy but yet we look at other people and we forget we have iniquities. Amen. Come on, church. Amen. But God so many times spoke over and over and over and over how many times he has forgiven our iniquities. You know what he says? He said, I will take your iniquity and break it and throw it behind my back. Hallelujah. As though you've never done it in the first place. God's grace to us tonight. You love him tonight. Listen, if you catch what I'm preaching to, about tonight, you don't have to worry about trying to work anything up. If you ever get perfect love in the Holy Ghost, you'll take care of everything else. Hallelujah. If you'll just let the Holy Spirit cap you off tonight, you don't have to worry about all the other things. Then God will begin to work in your life. You'll be you ceasing and God's working. You'll enter into the Sabbath day then. A day of rest 
where you cease from your labor and Christ begin to work in your lives tonight. God bless you. Appreciate you. Those of you online, I want to say the Lord bless you. It's good to come into your place of listenings again. May the Lord be with you and may the message tonight challenge you and encourage you, uplift you. And service will resume here on Sunday morning. Uh, Children's Church, 945. We have Sunday school at 10 and adult Sunday school at 1030. Then we'll have preaching regular service here at 11. Let's be in prayer for this service.